Welcome. You are now tuned into the Textually Active Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Textually Active, your weekly dose of relationships, friendships, how to make it through this digital age with everything being so textual. Welcome back to another episode. I'm Rez and I got my crew with me. Across from me is my boy Meezy. What up though? And I got Nick sitting to the left of me. Yo. And we're here for another discussion. We made it into 2019. Whoop. Whoop. Oh, damn, this is the first <laughs> live joint. And guys, it's our 40th. <laughs> she said whoop. Whoop. <laughs> <laughs> it's our 40th episode. We grown. Oh, we in here. We grown out here. We out here. 40th episode? Yeah. Yeah. We did 40 of these bad mm. boys. Yeah. How was y'all first week of 2019? Long as a bitch. Yeah. Long as a bitch. I ain't know what day it was for a couple of couple of days i just now realized the dates yeah i ain't that little uzi meme came and went i ain't even know it's the third day out you <laughs> it's kind of rough i ain't gonna lie it's rough everybody had high expectations for 2019 but um no already get my ass kicked no i'm gonna be honest i i cried maybe three or four times so yeah we can pretty much just scrap 2019 already if we want to yeah we just pretty much yeah. just 2020 is my year Let's just wipe out the first quarter yeah. for now, and we're going to do another check, and then come back. I'm just going, I'm going to blame it on R. Kelly. What's it? It's Everything is R. Kelly's fault. It's Everything fault. is yeah. his fault. Yeah. 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 That was a bad week to do that. <laughs> the first week of the year. Just That's put it. everybody yeah. in a yeah. a nasty, icky mood. Yeah. Nasty mm-hmm. probably ain't the best word, but yeah. It really ain't. <laughs> it really ain't. So... <laughs> I was thinking long and hard about the topic for this week because, you know, I wanted to transition into, you know, different topics because we spent a lot of time talking about relationships and cheating and fucking fucking Mm. side bitches. Like, it's only so much of that that you can take. So we about to dig into our bag a little bit. Oh, you said you can take or you can do? (laughs) You can do. (laughs) Both. Take and do. Yeah. You sure? Reciprocated, baby. It's more? Okay. I mean, you know, to each his own, but you know, I just feel I like... mean, we'll come back as it comes up, but for right now, we're about to get in our bag. Okay. So, this conversation came from a conversation I had with my dad the other day, and I'm a long-distance daughter, mm. so he called me up like, yo. Long-distance <laughs> That's a hard phrase. If you know my dad, you know he called me up, and the first thing he said, yo, Sade. Did Who, that. me? Yeah, yeah, what's up? Did you really say that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm like, calling for another room. Yeah. I like it. I'm like, nothing. What's up? He's like, I ain't heard from you in a minute. You know, what's going on? Like, are you doing X, Y, Z? Is this getting done? Are you saving money? Did you and E come up with a plan? Like, what are y'all doing? And I'm like, well, damn, am I, am I doing something wrong? Because I could have sworn I'm down here doing the best I can. And I'm sure that he meant it in a motivational way. But it kind of hit me like, you know what? I don't, I don't know if I'm living up to these expectations that are set for me. And we came across an article on Bustle.com about expectations being realistic. And some of these things on this list got me thinking. 
So I wanted to run down the list with y'all. All right, bet, bet. bet. You ready? Let's go. Mm-hmm. All right. So the first thing millennials are expected expected to be is um, good at everything. <laughs> good at everything. We're expected to be able to come in and do something and just be able to do it. Like, And it, I feel like it started when we first got computers and technology and our grandmother will always call us and be like, how do you work this thing? Or how do you do this? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're just supposed to know how to do it. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so, it has to do with that because we went from a real mechanical, industrial generation to like fucking technology. Like, so, like, if I ain't never had to fucking mow the grass, I don't know how to work the lawnmower, if it breaks, how to fix it. You can't expect me to go into adulthood as a husband and a, a father and be able to teach my kid that or be able to do it when it happened to me. So I feel like like a lot of this shit ain't all our fault. I'm not good at shit because I ain't never learned how to do the shit. Right. <laughs> like, mm. boy, blank. I'm not good at it because I never learned to. Yeah. But the expectation is that you should know how to do right, it. Right, because we got the internet and you just go online and look this shit up on, uh, on YouTube. Mm. I'm like, no, bro. I'm not finna spend my time watching niggas fix a lot more mm. on YouTube. I'm going to be honest. YouTube has taught me a lot. Hey. No, yeah. YouTube there. Some shit you know, it's something you easily can do and you think you can do. You can go to YouTube and figure that shit out. Mm-hmm. I learned how to change the headlights on my car off YouTube and I ain't mechanically sound at all. I don't <laughs> even know if my hands work, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I went on there, looked that shit up, and I changed them. Now they bright as a bit. But you gotta, that's like you gotta learn shit to be good at shit. Mm-hmm. And I ain't never learned how to do none of that shit. You got to experience. Oh, ex- yeah, experience. Yeah, you got to experience yeah. it to be, to be good at it. Yeah, sure. Uh, I mean, I think a lot of it has to do with us being the bridge. Like what you said as far as going from the industrial mechanical era to the tech, you know, the technical technology era. Um, like we're like the middleman, you know what I'm saying? Like we came up seeing our parents still have to kind of live that life in that industrial era but we are we were introduced almost first to this new technology like we remember what it was like not having the internet or not being able to fucking talk on the phone you know without using the internet you know what I'm saying right. you can't do both at simultaneously you know right. so and the dial tone right so it's like you know a lot of that has to do with all right well you saw me, like, you know what I'm saying, as as a parent to your kid, you saw me, especially to us, you saw me fix this lawnmower with my hands. Right. But also, your ass got to know how to be good at Microsoft Excel, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, So it's like, uh, let's see, no. Which one do you want? Do you yeah, want me right. to be able like, to show you how to work your new iPhone, or do you want me to be able to change the oil in my car by myself? Right, All right. So... <laughs> I mean, we're we're directly in the middle because a lot of us remember what it was like coming up and playing outside was the shit, right? Yeah. These kids these days don't want to fucking go outside because they got iPads. Bro, I wouldn't want to go outside either. Fuck I that. Never, I would never go When Carmen San Diego came out and AIM, I was never outside. You can miss Fuck me with that. that. Bro, for I what? for what? That's I got a fucking, chat room right here. It's fucking dirty. It's, I get sweaty out there. <laughs> fucking, I get tired. 
Then the grass itch. Like and then like I think about it like I grew up in a single parent household. Yeah, I talk about my dad. I know my dad. I, I live with my dad now. But as a kid, there was no kids in my neighborhood. There was no I live I don't have any siblings with my mom, so I'm the only child. Only thing I had was the internet and fucking pink video games and shit, playing with myself. Ain't no kids in my neighborhood to go outside and play with. The fuck? I'm not finna do this. No. <laughs> and so then I think that causes why I'm I don't communicate well. I'm not a good communicator because I ain't never have to. There's nobody to talk to. Who the fuck am I supposed to talk to? I'ma learn to talk to somebody. Right. Right. Hey. So that that's unrealistic. We can't be good at everything. I'm not gonna try. So the next one was you can't be average. You gotta be better than average. You need to strive to be the best at whatever you do. So me having an apartment and, you know, working a good job and doing all that stuff isn't enough. I need to be better. I need to be the top exec at my job or I need to be driving a Benz or it's considered a failure. I didn't live my life to the fullest because it's average. Man, fuck that. Mm. I always, me and my sister, me and my sister are six months apart. You know what our goal was when we made it to our 20s? My dad had two kids by the time he was 24. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Our goal was that we wouldn't have one by the time we was 24. <laughs> <laughs> I I beat the expectations. Point <laughs> blank. I beat the expectations. Shit, they mad at us for that, too. Yeah. Did know. you see the post going around talk about it's going to be a sad day when millennials wake up 35 and realize that they don't have a family or kids because of the, the shit that they went through. Talk about they don't want to talk to people and stuff. Nah, fuck that. What? I'm going to wake up at 35 and be excited. Hey, fuck y'all, man. <laughs> I've, and it's like one of them things where like, what am I, like, what am I supposed to be trying to be like the best at? Everything. Like everything, but I don't like a lot of shit. Like I like what makes me happy. So if I can master what makes me happy, whatever the fuck you think doesn't matter. Because you got to understand, these motherfuckers came from a time where, where if they lived in a time we live in now, them niggas would be just as broke as us. <laughs> them <just> niggas. As, <laughs> just as... <laughs> Universally depressed. <laughs> like, 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 you know. We lived in a time where they lived in a time where they would go to Atlanta and do freak shit. <laughs> you try to do that shit now, fam. Just do shit like that. Like doing shit that lived where they lived, just lived. Like, why would they, uh, like, why would they, like, why would I feel like I, the need to fucking have to do better than that? Like, nigga, yes, I've done some wild shit, but y'all was doing a lot more wild shit than I'm doing. Right. Mm-hmm. And I I make seat in that. Like, fuck that. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. I, I think a lot of this also ties to, like, we're also in, like, an age of, like, advantage. They think we're, we have all the advantages now because of, you know, because of technology, because of all this connectivity that we had. Oh, man, you can go. Like, I remember one of my homeboys telling me he was trying to go get, he would he he lost his job. He was looking for another job, so he told his his pops. He said his pops, uh, I guess, was you know late maybe mid fifties, late fifties, you know sixties or whatever. Um, he was like, and his pops was like, um, <laughs> take your resume up to the hospital. <laughs> 
<laughs> and demand an interview. <laughs> and he was like, nigga. <laughs> it does not work like that not no true. more. Like, so, are you trying to get me locked up? Right. It's like, it's like, dog, that's not the fucking cat. You know what I'm saying? Like, go straight. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, you know, you want a job, you're an attorney. Take your resume straight up to the courthouse. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, sure. what, dog? Like, what are you and talking thing, about? It's like, not like bro, that no more. Like, when you think about your parents, like, they're siblings. You know, some some parents have, you know, a, a big age gap or a very small one. Mm-hmm. Nigga, we, I'm in a room right now with the three of us. We all around the same age. We have the same fucking advantages. Right. It depends on who looks better on paper. Yeah. So then you take that minus you take that everybody in your city, take that everybody in your state, and it's not even it's not even who looks better on paper, bro. This that hasn't changed. That part of it hasn't changed, bro. It's still who you know <laughs> mm-hmm. more than what you know. Like it's at the end of the, the day, dog. Like right. you can have all the credentials in the world, bro. But the motherfucker whose cousin's uncle knows the CEO right. is going to get the goddamn job, <laughs> right. nigga. Like <laughs> that shit is ri- ri- ridiculous. I'm not trying to do that shit. I'm not trying to beat what you did because you didn't do shit. Right. You fucking didn't go to college. You fucking got this job at fucking 18, fresh out of high school, mm-hmm. and worked it till you fucking can't walk. You can barely fucking remember shit. Right. Until you was fucking 55, and now you have this pension money. Right. That's fucking out of this world and you can live off it for the rest of your life. So do you think they expect our lives to be above average because they settled for an average lifestyle? Of course. Oh yeah. yeah. Big facts. And yeah. now that and then the narrative turns from like what Meezy's saying right now. It sounds selfish. Now we're selfish because we don't give a fuck about. Now we don't give a fuck about having families. We don't give a fuck about marriage. You know what I'm saying? It's all those things. Like no, I can't bro. Take care of myself. We're just like we're we're more focused on self now. We yeah. like you know what I'm saying. It's not about. Like our end goal now is not a family and you know marriage. Like yeah. that's not that's not everybody's end goal anymore. And mm-hmm. and like the generation, you know, before us doesn't understand how. Like I don't get it. That y'all that's how. Like what? Come on, dude. No, no. Okay. And now one of my big ones. I am not going to emulate what you did. I'm not going to try to live my life the exact same way you did. I'm not going to be worried about how the fucking, you know, you had a family and kid by such. I'm not living up to these time period things. Mm-hmm. Because that's that's some shit. A lot of times, if we're going to be honest, that shit was a mistake. Yeah. You wasn't ready to do that shit when you did it. It happened. You had to live with that. And then they had to maneuver to make <laughs> and it. And you had to maneuver to make sure that happened. Mm-hmm. Yep. That shit ain't, ain't had nothing to do with me. And then you, like, tried to tie, you know... Being an adult, making your you know making your mistake work to responsibility. Yeah, you know what like, I'm saying? like my oh, dad said that shit all the time. We did the responsible thing. I, I was, know. you know, when I had a job at seventeen, and, and you know, I had these two kids coming. I had to do what I had to do. Of course, nigga. That was, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's your fault. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> and at the same time, what do you think I'm doing? Right. I'm doing what I have to do right now, and right. what I have to do is take care of myself, exactly, right. Right. and live up to my standards. And if it's average. It is what it is. Best believe I'm striving for something better. But at the same time, don't push your expectations on me because the, it's not realistic. And the funny thing is, it's average to us. Mm-hmm. But for motherfuckers that don't know how to use technology and don't know anything about this lifestyle, this shit is years past what the motherfuckers had. Our, our life is a shit. I don't want to get like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, hate, I, I love getting into conversations with older folk like that. Like, bro. 
Your life sucked back then. Y'all didn't have a fucking internet back then, man. Y'all life was fucking whack, bro. I don't you need five shit. people in your on your block. That's it. You yeah, know everybody. Right. You knew everybody in your neighborhood. That's right. it. Because all your motherfucking moms and dads had the same number of kids that you had, all number right. of siblings, and y'all lived in the same neighborhood. Right. That's it, bro. Fuck out right. of here, bro. Yeah. So the next one is highlights mean that you're living your best life. So what you see on the outside is showing what your life is like. So if I'm constantly posting pictures of me on vacation, quote unquote, living my best life, that's what my life is. Is Do y'all think that's true? Yeah. Because you got to find some way to deal with this sad ass fucking life. <laughs> <laughs> fucking life is sad, bro. This shit is sad. And the only time you feel joy is when you do the shit like that. You know, I go on vacation and yes, I'm going to get these flicks off so I can show, you know, I'm not always fucking depressed. I think a lot of times we as a, the millennials don't like to show. Well, it's getting better now, but at one point we didn't like to show. We were bad out. I'm fucking depressed. I ain't left my house all week. Mm-hmm. We didn't like to show that. But mm-hmm. now with, you know, Instagram and the awareness of social media, you can show Nigga, I was in this party last night. It was late as a bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but even still, like showing that you're at that party is not saying that you're happy, right? But <laughs> but it gives the 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 appearance of you was out, you had a good time. Like I used to get all the time before I got a girlfriend when I was single and running the streets. Means you ain't never at home. You always out. I'm like, bro, you gotta realize I work Sunday through Thursday. I work 40 hours a week. My only off days are Friday and Saturday. Mm-hmm. If I want to do anything I think that makes me happy, those are the two days I'm going to do them, bro. <laughs> like, and I'm going to do that to get away. It's a, it's a fucking gate, a get away from this boring ass, pathetic ass life that I'm living. And that shit is what it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, as far as just the expectation part of it, bro, I think. We didn't do it to ourselves, but unfortunately, that's just the way it's come out to be because, like, social media is, like, is highlights. You know what I'm saying? Like, rarely do you see people put their losses on, well, granted, you don't, it's not rare, but, uh, you know, you don't see it as often because it's not as glorified to put your fucking losses on it. So, you put your win. So, it looks like you're always in, you know, you're always on top. You're always happy. You're always doing so. That was bestowed upon us just with the internet. It's just how that's just how it happened. You know what I'm saying? We can't control that, but that's just the way it went. And is it whack? Hell yeah! Because now it looks like we're this generation that only glorifies the highlights. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody's living this great life on you know on Instagram, Mm -hmm. and when in reality it's really not like that. It's just no motherfucker. I'm not going to tell you about. How I spent, like you said, how I spent the whole week in fucking bed. I'm just gonna post that I was at this party. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna like, you know. You're not getting on a camera like Tyrese crying, right? right. Like nobody right. wants not. to see that. And then to see if that. you do that, you're faking, right? Right? Are you, are, yeah. Are, are you fa- looking for attention? Right? Or you want attention? Bingo. It's like, come on, dude. Like, and the thing, a lot of things that people feather like remember about this shit is. You can get a lot of fucking opportunities off this shit. Mm-hmm. So if I got this, if I done spent $600 on this Gucci and I keep putting pictures up in this Gucci and I keep tagging Gucci, Gucci might start paying attention. Yeah. So now my life has changed forever. Like we make fun of Instagram girls and everybody's got a fashion over deal and whatnot. 
But they got this Fashion Nova deal because they were showing the highlights. Mm-hmm. I think the expectation part comes from people really believing that the highlights that I put on my Instagram is actually my life. True. My whole and life. My yeah. whole life. Yeah. And they'll come up to me and say, Therese, like, what's going on? You doing this? You doing that? Which I think led to my father calling me. Because if you look at my Instagram, it looks like party here, drink there, out with friends here, doing that. And I think he got this idea that I'm just down here fucking around, just out here drinking every day, hanging out with friends every day. And that's not it. Mm -hmm. It's just the highlights. Like, I bust my ass. I go to school. I work. I take care of my house. Like, I'm doing my thing. But if that's all he sees, that's what he thinks my life is like. And that's not real. Mm -hmm. And the part that fucking bothers me the absolute most about, you know, just the highlights, it be... The one day you don't want to have a highlight, and the one day you finally like, yo, I got to say something. This is my outlet. I need to say something. I've been living in fucking fear all week. Somebody look at that shit and ask you like, they think you about to die. Like, no, bro, you have bad days too. Let me have a bad day today. <laughs> like, let me have this bad day for myself. This is my outlet. I don't want to talk. I don't have, you know, places. Like, everybody came for a therapist. I don't have places to go. Where I can get these thoughts out, or get find an outlet to let go of this shit that's fucking filling my brain up. I need someone to let this go. If it's social media and everybody sees it, fine, that'll be it. It's just more so of a way that I get these shits out. Yeah, before it's so I go to crazy. To, it's so easy to say therapy, but we all don't have that. No, sometimes your therapy is. And then it's hard to talk to your partner about, sometimes it's them. You don't want to talk to them about them because now we have a bigger argument. Now I got more shit to pile on top of it. I can't talk to my friend because my friend doesn't understand what the fuck I'm going through because she don't understand it. Or they don't they don't understand. Like, bro, this isn't for you to pay attention to. This is just an outlet for me to get this shit out. Hmm. Right. So um, the next one is... The expectation that college is mandatory mm-hmm. is supposed to equal success, but in most cases, it's debt. So I was at work today. I mean, well, the other day. And I was talking to one of my coworkers about, you know, being in school and everything and how the state of North Carolina is trying to still say that I'm not a resident and how much money it's taken me to pay for school. And I was like, this is this going th- I'm going to be in debt. So, he told me that one of his friends was 4 million dollars in debt from school. God damn. What, a, what? He he is a doctor. So, he spent 16 years in school and his bill is 4 million dollars. He spent 16 years in school like after he, did, he graduated. He did, no, mm-hmm. it's in 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 together like yeah. undergrad uh grad school then med school, med school, and then I think med school is like eight years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That motherfucker better be rich as fuck to pay off that four million dollars, or just to say, you know what, I'm gonna say fuck this four million dollars yeah. and live regardless. Yeah. No, yeah, I, no, yeah, no, like, no, you're not there's, getting there's plenty of people. Didn't like, didn't, didn't uh, Sammy say that at some point? Like she was like, I'm not, yeah, I'm probably not gonna be able to pay my fucking debt off though. <laughs> like, whatever. like, but just like, like, nobody, like. <laughs> Who, like, I feel like a lot of people put emphasis on that. Like, mm-hmm. I have to get rid of this debt. And then what you fail to realize is all that is doing is, like, compounding the rest of your problems. Mm-hmm. Like, a debt problem is not something you can literally sit here and look at all day. Like, until you start to think about your life, you don't fucking remember I'm in this much debt. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then I feel like 
I feel like for some reason, as of this new age millennial after 2010, the emphasis on, you know, generational wealth and just being better financially has popped. It's like that's the only thing we can think about versus, you know, a lot of times that is something that goes against mental health. Like, bro, you're not you're going to stress yourself out thinking about all this shit you can't control. Mm -hmm. You can't control this shit. But the shit you can control, you should get rid of that shit. Like, worry about getting rid of that shit. Yeah. So go to school and worry about the debt. Never. I mean, I'm not saying never, but you know don't put so like, much emphasis yeah. on it. Because you know, because people, the the way fucking this capitalist shit works, you know, you gotta have a pretty good credit score. Like to do the thing. Like people want to own houses now. People want to do all this extra shit. Like you've gotta be able to like spend some time on it, but not let it be the only thing that fucking. Takes your life away because we all ain't got talent. We all can't shoot a fucking jump shot. We all can't get on 808s and spit some garbage and make a million dollars that quick. So, I mean, we got the equipment. <laughs> so don't count it out yet. Because <laughs> if TA don't work, <laughs> I'm hiring somebody to write these rhymes. Okay? Get this mixtape out. Get this okay. mixtape, yeah. Dirty right. little mixtape. If right. you got beats, send them to the Gmail. Right, send them to our Gmail. So, were you guys pressured to go to college? Uh, I didn't know what the fuck I was going to do. After school? I didn't know what the fuck I was going to do. Very much so. Yeah. I didn't know what the fuck I was going to do. Yeah. And it never, it was never a thing where I ever had a conversation with anybody to yeah. say, you know, this is what you need to do. This is how I didn't see parents that went to college. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, the closest people that I saw that went to college for me were, like, cousins. And they're, like, older. But it didn't resonate to me, like, you know... You should go to school because in the future it's gonna be easier. Yeah. I never saw that shit. I didn't understand what that meant. I yeah. thought it was fucking, you know. I thought living like you, a parents, you guys didn't go to college and y'all did all of this shit. We went to Disney World, we went to Carowinds, I played all these fucking sports. I always had new shoes, I always had new clothes. Y'all didn't go to college. I feel like it could work. Right. And so I didn't see none of that shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, also the, the pressure to succeed, like it's hard to look past four years. Like people say, you know what I'm saying? Like college, once you go to college, it's like, all right, it'll fly by quick. But when you're looking at it from the outside in, it's like, bro, that's four years, bro. I could have been working by now. You know, I could make something pop in four years, though. Fuck right. that, bro. And and then you think about the shit that, what if it doesn't? You know what I'm saying? You finish college. And how many times you hear stories of people going to college, finishing college, and then saying, Damn, I feel like I kind of wasted my time because I either A, can't get a job, or I don't even want to do what the fuck it is I went to college for. So, again, I hate to, well, you know, I won't even reference that, but, you know, because I don't know if she would appreciate saying that. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, mean, you sent me, mentioned that at one point. Yeah, she she, always talked about, like, like, she didn't know what she was going to do, and then she wanted, then she went to law school and then realized, what the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) I went to school for my associates to be a teacher. (laughs) Right. It's like. Like, I didn't, I didn't know coming out of high school, you know, it's such a hard decision to make, but it's so much pressure on you being 17, about to turn 18. You're supposed to know what you want to do. I didn't even know what underwear I wanted to put on at 17. Like, I didn't know what movie I wanted to go see, but I'm supposed to be able to pick 
what I want to do for the rest of my life and go do it for four years and that shit costs money. Like that was, that was a wild flex. <laughs> okay, <laughs> bro, you knew what you you knew what you you knew what was on your mind at seventeen, bro. <laughs> Fucking nigga, you knew what the fuck was, was on your mind flex, at seventeen. But okay. We're- <laughs> No, but it's such a hard decision to make, but you're expected to go to college, graduate, make ten, six figures, and get a house, get married, X, Y, Z. But I think that's because, like we were saying earlier, we see parents that did that mm-hmm. at a time where it wasn't it wasn't that hard. That's all you had to do. Motherfuckers that went to college fucking lived an extravagant life. They was having fun in college. A little bit better than a motherfucker that didn't go, but they got this industrial job that they could get paid a lot of money to do. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I, like, Nick Wright, like, you really only think about you. Like, I was, my biggest thing was being free. Free free from this household. Mm -hmm. I fucking got to college my first year. Oh, this this is an apartment? I don't have to pay for it. <laughs> I can get up and go to class on my schedule if I decide I want to go to class. That shit was like a shock. Like, it's, <laughs> like, a, it's a shock it's to a, a lot of people. Like, like, it's, it's, a, it's a setup, right. bro. Like, I have never not had to deal with I can come in this house whenever I want to and not hear nobody's mouth. I can go do whatever. I can go get fucked up and go lay right down. If I don't want to go to class in the morning, I don't have to I get up and do something. <laughs> yeah. I don't I, I'm not obligated to. I don't have to go do this. Yeah. And I can make it up. If I feel like I make this up, but like I don't have to do it right now. That could be a shock for some people That's at that age. Shock. That could be a shock. It's a shock for most people. Like, yeah, I, mean, I was I shocked. I didn't, I, yeah. Again, a 17, 18 year old, the average 17, 18 year old is thinking about what? Fucking. And nigga, like, you know what you was doing. You was, you was thinking about fucking, you was thinking about parties, you think thinking about having a good time, bro. Because that's, that's all it. that was on your mind. Because, bro, you spent 12 years doing what my mother told you you had to do. I Absolutely. I have to go to school every Absolutely. day. Absolutely. You know, we got people that skipped and did all of that shit, but the expectation was you get up every day, Monday through Friday, go to school. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, that's a tough one. The next one is you're expected to break the mold while being traditional. So you're supposed to have these traditional rules, you know. Values. Values. Mm-hmm. Um, with your family. And then, but you're also expected to do it different. How does that, how does that work? So you're expected to have traditional values as far as family while also breaking them up. Yeah. Okay. That's why we in this fucking time that we in now. But a lot of this shit is fucking cancel culture because a lot of times that was traditional back then. They don't realize that times change. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of the shit that that was acceptable back in the day is no longer acceptable. I.e. drinking and driving. <laughs> you can't do this shit. They used to be rolling down the street with a six pack in the passenger seat. <laughs> like you used to be able to smoke in movie theaters. You smoke, you smoke anywhere. Now smoke you can't do anywhere. That shit. You used to be able to just do whatever. Do whatever you want to. <laughs> but now they fell to realize that hey, uh my girlfriend's family is from Philadelphia. I'm not going to be here for Thanksgiving. I know Thanksgiving is a big thing for you. I'm not coming home. <laughs> I'm not going to tell her, no, you can't be with your family. You need to come be with me so we can go to Thanksgiving. I'm not going to do that. I know this is upsetting for you, but I can't do this no more. Like None of these values can work now because I live in a different time. You know what I'm saying? And like me, me and my mom have this, this thing. When I was in high school, 
when I graduated from high school, she wanted me to go to a college outside of the city. She did not want me to go to state because she wanted me to get away to the world. Mm-hmm. Now, we had an argument one day. She's like, you don't ever call me. We don't ever talk. And I said, Mom, I haven't had a chance to sit down. Mm-hmm. I work through, through the week the same the same hours you do. So when you get off to go to bed, to go to bed I get off and go to bed. Mm-hmm. So on Fridays and Saturdays, I'm out of town doing traveling like you wanted me to. When I was younger, I'm finally getting a chance to do this. I'm sorry that this phone call isn't like high on the priorities, but I'm still trying to figure out what the fuck I'm doing. So a lot of times me being selfish isn't because I don't care about speaking to you. It's because right now I've got to do what I got to do. I have this chance to do something. I've got to go do it. And I'm sorry that that's not... Hey, that's how you feel, but I got to do for me now. Like, you're not going to give it to me. You're not going to give me the money to go do this. You're not going to give me the opportunity I've gotten by traveling and doing this shit. I've got to do this for me. Mm-hmm. So as far as, like, breaking the mold and tra- the traditional, quote-unquote, uh, way of, you know, looking at the family, we get a really, really bad rap. Millennials do. Ooh, talk Especially about it. because... We are really kind of frowned upon because there's this stigma with us that we are quick. We're the microwave age. We're quick to let shit go. Rather than fix what we have, we rather go buy a new one. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, so to speak. So it's like we have this thing to where it's like, okay, we're fighting against, again, the stigma that is, dude, to me it's like, Traditional, that word, like, especially when I look at it from, like, in case of relationships back then, it was, like, hand-in-hand with, like, settlement. Facts. Dude, y'all were, like, settling. Facts. Forgive us if we don't want to fucking settle now. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're not so quick to say, all right, bro. Like, dude, your granddad has a fucking scar across his stomach because your grandma stabbed him. You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) and they stayed together. Right. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Dude, forgive me if we just say, you know what? Nah, fuck you, bro. You know, you go about to, if you want to have another family on the other side of town, like, fine. You yeah, want to do that. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? You can do that. I'm going to go over here and live my life. Right. But it's like, bro, we get this bad rap because we're not willing to endure. Right. And it's like, nah, bro, we're just more focused on, the we, focus is us we now. We have the more focus, options. Yes. It's like, bro, I'm sorry you can't just get on the internet and find you a new bitch or a new nigga. I'm sorry you couldn't just do that. Right. I can do that, though. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Forgive me. Like, you know? But it's like, bro, we it, it's whack that we have to be the ones to, quote unquote, break the mold. Yeah. Fuck y'all, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, dude. So for the article, it talked about how much we're expected to succeed and be better than everybody. So say we go by their path, the traditional route, and we go to college, we do all this stuff, but we graduate and now we can't find a job because the job market is shitty. We don't have enough experience because we spent four years in school. So now we got to stay with our parents because we don't have enough money to live on our own and we're in debt. But now we're ridiculed for trying to live a successful life, doing things the right way and break the mold. But now it's like, shame on you for being 26 and still living at home. Like, I'm I'm trying. Or for being 26 and not having what they had at 26. Or being 26 and not doing what they expected you to do by 20. It's like, bro. My dad told a story the other day, and this was the story. 
<laughs> yeah, I paid that truck I bought off. I bought it brand new, and you know how I paid it off? I sold stocks. I let that motherfucker like, where the fuck am I gonna get some stocks from in 2018? <laughs> like, what? None of that, that, that does not happen now. Like, what the fuck? No, it's not gonna happen the same way no more. You stole, you sold some stocks. You know, you was getting all this overtime. This job I work at don't even have overtime. We got more employees than we got fucking spots for them. How the fuck am I supposed to get some overtime? Right. And I got another one. I got one more. So you're expected to be traditional, whereas you get married, you have a baby. And now I'm 28 and my parents are like, where, where the grandbabies at? How? 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 For what? You don't even live here. How? You ain't going to keep her. You out here living your best life now. <laughs> how is my daughter grandbabies? Tell me how. And do the stuff that... Man, listen. These motherfuckers will literally tell us to have kids. Then when we have the kid, they won't want to babysit. It's like, nah, this is your problem. <laughs> Bitch, you the one that told me to have these motherfuckers. You the one that said you wanted something. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want these. Right. You did a great job raising me. Here's your grandchild. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be back you next year. So I'll be back next year. Let me know when they walk. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm Send me videos. FaceTime. Yeah, right. We so digital. No. Thanks. I'm not finna do that. I'm not finna live up the way you want me to because it worked for you. Right. Nigga, this ain't the same time. This is not going to work for me. I am not finna kill myself. Having two jobs that I can barely afford to fucking do anything. I want them new Jordans. I want them new Yeezys when they yeah. come out next week. Fuck oh these kids. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> oh my God. Fuck them kids. Fuck them kids is like. Top Why five. is that always funny, bro? That would never not be funny, bro. Fuck, Fuck them kids is always kids. funny, bro. Because I just imagine the kid's face, like, as you're doing what you want to do, you're like, fuck them kids. Right. <laughs> like, I'm going to curse. Like, you know, I, I, I thought about this and I never understood it to this day. One summer, I'm like, in middle school. My mom came to me as a single mom and said, hey, we can either go to Carowinds or this summer you can spend playing basketball. I made an executive decision. I said, let's go to Carowinds because I don't want to waste my Saturdays getting up, my Wednesdays going to basketball practice. You know, this nigga looked at me and I had to do both that summer. Like, bro, like, like why? Like, no. It should have saved you some money. It should have, like, no, I don't want to do the shit. That you want me to do. Like, you want me to do this and have these experiences. I don't want them. Right. Like, I don't want them. <laughs> All right. Yo, that sounds like some stuff my dad would do. Especially always want me to do something in the summer. <laughs> like, yo, it's summertime, but I need you to read 10 books by the end of the summer and by the time elementary school starts. Thanks. But... <laughs> <laughs> The <laughs> By the time I'm in <laughs> High expectations, Back. man. Yeah. All right. So the next one is you're told to live your best life, but then you're shamed for living your best life. Nigga, I had to save up to go out of town and get this trip. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I did it. If, it you just... need, if you need to know the details of how I did it. <laughs> This took me, I've been planning this trip since 2012. <laughs> and I finally got the money to go do it. Do you I still got a budget, man. Do you want to know what we've been eating this week? Yeah. Ramen. Ramen. Thanks. Chef Boyardee. Walmart, uh, here's, a, here's a text alert. Walmart light bread is 89 cents. <laughs> you get a good loaf of that. It ain't even a dollar yet. Mm-hmm. Get you some frosted flakes and some almond milk and call it a night. What? Family size box, boy. I'm trying to tell you, boy. Last week, boy. Hot little week, boy. I'm telling you, boy. You I don't have cereal for a minute. I done made a pack of deli meat stretch two weeks, boy. Boy? 
Absolutely. <laughs> Be generous with it on them sandwiches. What? Bro. My nigga try to fill all the condiments you can. Yeah, boy. <laughs> you got to lube it up a little bit, man. You, gotta, you, you, gotta, you, gotta, you basically gotta. having a ketchup and mayonnaise sandwich Pretty with a turkey. <laughs> <laughs> One slice of turkey. <laughs> nigga having an imagination sandwich. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Boy, a wish sandwich. No. I wish it was somebody's. <laughs> But that's real, like, dang, I work hard to get out and do something or be able to hang out with my friends, and now I'm getting a phone call, like, so you said you wanted to do this X, Y, and Z, but here you are. You look like you, you know, out. Yeah. So right, yeah. I remember um, when I had to move back in with my parents after having a roommate, um, it ended shortly. You know, my roommate decided that he wanted to do something else, and I decided that I wanted to do something else. We didn't want to live together anymore. So I went back with my parents. I told them, I'm going to be here for a year, and then I'm going to move out. I just didn't have enough time to find a different place. So I guess the first week I moved in. Now, mind you, this looks crazy. I went to AC. I went to Jamaica. And then I went somewhere else, and they were like, yo, like, what's up? The first week you moved in? (laughs) And I was like, guys, y'all don't realize for these last two years, I haven't been anywhere. I haven't done anything. You know, I've been working two jobs. I've been in school. Like, I'm busting my ass. So, yeah, I'm going to have a little bit of fun. Damn right up in the wild. It's rent free now, nigga. (laughs) Not even that. Like, on on the flip side of that, like, I've been, like, I've... After after uh, high school, I fell out of college. I've been working to do all of this, and I never went back to school. Like, my mom is looking at me like, yo, we need to plan. You know, we need to go to the beach. We need to go on a cruise. I'm like, mom, I ain't been on vacation since senior beach week. I don't have no money. <laughs> I don't have no money. My job don't pay PTO like that, and I can just take these days off. Like, I, I, this is the longest job I've had in the last fucking six, ten years that I've been from high school. I've been here four years, nigga. Like, I ain't, I don't have the money to do shit like this. So, you looking at me and wanting me to do all this expensive shit, like, I can't. Mm-hmm. But when the one chances I do, I'm going to take them, bro. Mm-hmm. I don't have extra, I don't have extra money. Yeah. It's like, bro, everything is more expensive now, dog. Like, you remember growing up, bro? Like, I remember distinctively walking into the store and getting my mom $5 of gas. And that drove us around for the week. Nigga, you know? I was pissed off. I was coming over here and I was, you know, I was in Kernersville, $1.99, $1.95. dollars I fucking get over here, it's two fifteen. I'm like, God damn, I should have stopped when I was over there. <laughs> which is, I mean, which is a far cry from what it used to be. I remember when gas almost was three fifty. dollars Yes. Shit, like, yeah, bro. Yeah. So it was like... Dog, like, uh, whatever. <laughs> don't bro. pay attention. It goes back to don't pay attention to the highlights. Maybe. It's you don't know what it took me to get here, yeah, and yeah. don't shame me for trying to make something out of nothing because right. that's most times what I did. Especially right. looking at the way motherfucking society make you look at it, boy. If you ain't got that new, if you ain't got no AirPods or that new ten R, boy, right. you ain't shit. Right. <laughs> you ain't shit, like yeah. nigga. I am not finna sit here and pay hundred and fifty dollars on my phone bill every month just to have this ten R. Never do that. I take this little raggedy six I still got with the jack, with the ear headphone jack, and live my best life. Thanks. Yeah. All right. So now we're down to the last one. We are not taught to be emotionally intelligent, so we don't do a good job at expressing our feelings. And do y'all think this is true? This is the one that I'm really, really like, I don't know how they got that. How did they get that? I don't know if I agree with that one. I would argue that we're even more, like, we're more 
emotionally intelligent now than I feel like any era was. There was not a focus on that right. coming up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I look at my parents, I look at older folk, and I'm like, them motherfuckers dumb as hell as far as just emotionally. You know what I'm saying? As far as expressing emotion, like, they they tie everything to church. Or they tie everything to, you know what I'm saying? It's like, what, bro? Like, come on, dog. Like, y'all weren't, like, mental health was not a focus coming up. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. y'all were busy trying to focus on being the good, the best wife you could be. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, to be honest, you know, a lot of, they fucking addictions was how they coped with shit. Right. <laughs> well, like, what? Are you serious? Nigga, you get drunk every Friday night. You fucking come. Like, I don't ever understand this. Like, they make it seem like we drink a lot. But do you not realize every day at 6 o'clock you came home and had a beer? Right. (laughs) Like, you came home every day and had a beer. I mean, ours are just, ours are just, our vices are just amplified. Like, you know what I'm saying? They smoked weed back in the day. It wasn't this what it is now. True. But it didn't have motherfuckers down in Florida eating faces off. But, (laughs) I mean, nigga, y'all was smoking weed. Nigga, y'all was drinking. Just like y'all, it might not have been... It's crazy, but nigga, y'all was smoking cigarettes too. It was just real tobacco. Now they using chemical shit. You know what I'm saying? Y'all was doing everything we was doing, bro. It was it just wasn't. It was just a little bit different, you know. And it's like now I feel like we have like them niggas didn't have an outlet at all. They didn't have an outlet. Their outlet right? was their significant <laughs> other, or their or outlet was their the, fucking the diary. Group of, the group of friends that they had and In everybody the had, had the same fucking problems. Right. <laughs> we right. all had the same problems. Right. Like nigga, I have. I have issues that you never even went through. So I can't come to you and talk to you about these shits because you ain't never deal with it. And all you're going to tell me to do is the fucking proverbial pick yourself up. Dust get, it off. Keep going. <laughs> stop crying and get through it. Mm-hmm. Like, nigga, that don't work. All right. So that's what, that, that's what the theme is behind this statement. So they told us that we need to be carefree or if somebody was bullying us, don't worry about it. You know, we were told all these things. It doesn't matter. Don't think about that. Don't worry about what that person says. But they told us all this stuff and they didn't tell us how we were supposed to actually do that. So now it's a bunch of people running around saying, I don't care. I don't give a fuck. Bye. But we really do care deep down inside. Mm -hmm. But it's easier for us to say, I'm happy. I don't care. You know, this isn't bothering me. Fuck the haters. You know, it's a (laughs) hater. It ain't nothing to cut that bitch off. But deep down inside... You hurt. Yeah. <laughs> because we have grown to be the society who doesn't care. Like you ever be in the store and pass somebody <laughs> and say, Hey, how you doing? What is the what is the number one reaction to that? I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm, fi- I'm, I'm fine. fine. How you doing? But you know, if I fucking you ask me that shit and I say, Bro, man, my car just broke down. I ain't got no gas and I ain't got no money to pay for it. You gonna look at me and like, oh yeah. Oh, have a good day. Walk the fuck off. Yeah, like, damn, I feel bad. Damn, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. And just keep going, bro. We, like, we have been conditioned to be selfish and not only be selfish, but try to cope with shit. Put up, use defense mechanisms to get past the shit. And then they don't know we just, that's just how we deal with shit. Yeah. It's a lot of shit, bro. I, I be hating that shit. I be wanting to talk to somebody. But then every time you try to talk to somebody from that generation, it's a fucking lecture. Yep. <laughs> like, nigga, I don't want to hear this shit. No. I want you to help me. Go yeah. off this. <laughs> <laughs> they apl- no, they apply, they apply lessons and methods they used when they were coming up to now. When it's like, bro, this fucking era is completely different from what you were used to. You know what I'm saying? It's not the same now. It's like, oh... 
make it work. You know, like it's relationship, make it work. You have a kid with somebody or some shit like that. Now you have to make it a family. No. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I can't stand it, bitch. Right. It's like no. <laughs> I cannot stand her. And it's <laughs> I can't stand her, bro. No, but I'm not. So it, I don't do it. I don't know. And then I feel like a lot of times I don't think they realized that I think our lives went as fast as it did for us as it did for them. So a lot of times they still look at you as the fifteen year old that lived in their house. And they're trying to tell you. You got this far off of what I told you. It works. It still works. It don't fucking still work. Like, like, it don't nah, fucking bro. still work. You, I am still not this little motherfucker that depended on you for everything. Yeah. Like, I've got to figure out how to make this work. And you telling me to just do it ain't the way it's going to work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's not how that shit works, bro. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's just... Don't, I mean, it's... It makes sense that we weren't, I mean, obviously we can only speak from personal experience, but it just makes sense that we weren't taught, you know, emotional intelligence, quote unquote, you know, because I mean, I don't know about y'all personally, I don't be giving a fuck about half the shit my mom be telling me trying to get, you know, it's like her methods for everything is pray for. I'm like, mom, God don't give a fuck about what I got to say no more. I can guarantee you that. He sent me straight voicemail. I guarantee you that. All right. And then it's like my pops, he just think like, you know, like you just supposed to know how to automatically get through shit. It's like, bro. No. You, you have know, no idea. And even no like, <laughs> you even take it, bro. Like, like I've been more spiritual lately, and you know, like thinking about faith and shit. And I just be like, it worked out, but it's not helping. It's not like soothing me. It's right. it's like very like right now in the moment. Mm-hmm. It got my mind off of it. I don't have to think about it for a second. But then three days later, old shit is back. It's all, it's all I can think about. It's like, bro, I don't know what to do. Yeah. The whole thing is, how are we supposed to learn emotions from people that didn't show us emotions growing up? Wow. Text alert. That's a text alert. Text alert. How am I supposed to learn some shit that you ain't never, I ain't never seen you cry. I ain't cry. never seen you cry. I ain't never seen you cry. I ain't never seen you, seen you go with no shit. You hid all that shit from me. And that was, no, you but that was. all that shit from me. And here no, I am. That was their that thing. Me. That was their thing, though, to not show us because. <laughs> They were trying to hide us, or not hide us from that, but they were trying to shield us from that. You know what I'm saying? It's like, nah, bro. Like, I probably should have saw that. That way I knew how to do it. But on one hand, you was either going to learn how to handle it. Or on the other hand, you're going to be traumatized forever. <laughs> and I don't know. There's like no medium here for some shit like that. Like, you you can't, like, I, seeing your mom cry is probably the worst shit ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Seeing your mom cry is the worst shit ever. Because you've probably you, never seen your dad cry. You've never <laughs> seen him cry. Yeah. But those were the seven unrealistic expectations that are set for millennials. Um to wrap this up, I wanna know which one of these do you feel personally attached to? Which one of these were you a victim of? Mm. Uh, I'm going to probably go with the college one. Yeah. Because, like, even now, I feel like looking at how the world is, like, I've got to do something. You know, this high school diploma is not what's going to help. It's not going to get me past anything. It's just hard. So I've got to do more, you know, education-wise to do it. So I feel like I'm probably attached to that one the most. I'm going to say I am attached to 
critical. I'm being criticized for living my best life because I mean, y'all don't know the half. Yeah. Mm, I'm probably gonna say the one that's sticking out the most is probably the average isn't normal. Um, just because, just looking at my life coming up, I think just um. Because everyone always saw stuff that I did and the stuff that I wanted to do. When I wanted to commit to something, I was good at it. And because I was good at captivating, not well, maybe not so much captivating, but kind of being the leader of my peers, that everyone thought I kind of walked this higher path, that I was supposed to be more. And I don't think anybody ever really took into account didn't really want that. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm this nigga is preaching. <laughs> no, I mean it's you know it's it's just like you you kind of we put these again, we're kind of projecting these expectations on people and it's like, "Oh, you're supposed to go off and do great things." Right. And it's like, "Bro, no, I like being at the house." <laughs> you, Big you know what I'm saying? Like, no. Nah, I did this cuz I wanted to. I didn't think y'all was going to see this and think it was good. <laughs> right. Like or just just not even that. It's like, "Bro, like just because you think I'm really great at something yeah. doesn't mean I have to think that about myself. It doesn't mean I'm. It doesn't mean I'm self-deprecating or I don't or I don't see the value in what I do. It's just, bro, I didn't really think of it that deep as you did. Just because I'm good at it doesn't mean I wanted to go to this. And a lot crazy- of shit that we good at, we didn't even try. Like, right. I just threw this shit together. It worked. Uh, right, right. So, I, dude, I don't, you know. But. Yeah, we be victims. It ain't realistic. Next time somebody tell me something, I'm be like, nah, stop putting that on me. Right. It's not realistic. I get to it when I get to it. You're, proje- you're projecting. Yeah, it might be 2019 for your ass, right? There, boy, you're projecting on me. Right. Not fucking with it. All right, guys. So we finally. Got a group message. I mean, we had it, but we just ain't had time to read it. So now we got time to read it. And I think this is a good one because, I mean, I got you two here. Measy, you got girlfriend. Nick, you know how niggas operate. So um, here we go. It goes, hey, TA, I was listening to your platonic friends podcast. I think it's called Lovers and Friends. I have issues with my wife and her guy friends. She has multiple guy friends and she is always talking to them every day, and she has group chats with them. Ooh, boy. Mm-hmm. She always talks about them to me. Mm. It gets kind of annoying, but she has these, she's has had, well, wait. She's had these friends long before I came around. She kissed some of those guys before she met me, and that kind of irritates me. Mm. But when I bring it up, she says that they are all platonic. I'm not sure what I should do. Signed, a sincerely confused guy. Kiss, she kissed some of them. Yeah, they kissed before. Mm. And she talks to them daily. And they got group chats. Well, you better go get tested. (laughs) 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 Your wife is talking to other niggas on a daily basis? Well, I'll tell you what. Is it that? Is it just like, just niggas? Like, you made it sound like it's just niggas. Like, there's nobody else in that but you and three other guys. (laughs) It but, sounds like she's in a group chat with the guys based off of what he said. Damn, dog. Uh, be honest, fam. Uh, you just got to communicate to her how you feel about that shit. Thanks. Like, if it's bothering you, go ahead and talk that shit out. Because um, this is really a case of the opposites, usually. But, like, you got to talk that shit out. 
Mm-hmm. And a lot of times you have to you have to start with trust about whatever that is. You have to. And you gotta like you have to and it's just see what like if she if it seems like she's telling the truth, cool. If not, dig deeper. Yeah. Yeah. Get Dog, your, that's your wife. You can say whatever the fuck you want to say to her, man. Like well, not whatever the fuck you want to <laughs> say, but I mean tell her how you feel, nigga shit. You know man. what the fuck, man? man. Like, you only be talking to all these niggas, man. You ain't Angela Yee. What the fuck, fuck you think you is, man? <laughs> Angela Yee in the group chat. I'm going to go ahead and say, you know, if something's bothering you, you got to say that yeah, shit. Yeah. And if she gets mad at you for saying how you feel, she's wrong. You can't be mad at me for telling you, look, this shit is making me uncomfortable. It's your job to make me feel comfortable at, at uh, with that as a wife. I don't feel comfortable with you talking to these guys right now. What's going Like, what's really going on? You need to make me feel comfortable or else it has to stop. All right. Or, and I'm going to keep bringing it up. I'm ready to sign them papers. Then. <laughs> At least, you know, take what she said. Take what, listen to her too. Because sometimes she maybe tell you the truth. Like, oh, yeah. these just the homies. I grew up with these homies. Like, and it probably is. It probably like is that, nothing. Just yeah. joking, you know, obviously yeah. about the cheating thing. Now, granted, it might be I mean, a nigga you never know. There. Don't yeah. put that out the window. Yeah, might be a nigga in there. You got to put that on the back, yeah. back, bro. Yeah, but Thanks. don't let that eat you up. <laughs> yeah, don't let that Trust eat you what up. she say unless, you know, you, you got found some, some shit. Yeah. yeah, still get tested though. I watched Cheetahs last night. Might have hit that nun. Bitches yeah. are sneaky. Yeah. Not calling your wife a bitch, but yeah. some women are sneaky. Yeah, just go get tested, bro. All right. <laughs> so, I mean, that's just a nugget. It had nothing to do with it. Good luck, Mr. Confused Guy. Um, make sure you guys send your listener letters to sexuallyactivepod at gmail.com. And make sure you follow up with us and let us know how that goes, Confused Guy, because we want to know how some of y'all stories go. Sometimes you guys send us a listener letter and we don't know what happened. Follow up with us. Let us know what happened. So, again, you can send your listener letters to sexuallyactivepod at gmail.com. We'll give you the best advice we can. We're not therapists, but, I mean, we love to help. And my DMs are always open. Tell Buddy to send us a selfie from the divorce party, bro. Okay. (laughs) A selfie. Maybe <laughs> the baby maker, <laughs> the baby maker. Wait, bro, he said send a selfie. Nigga, nigga, a selfie. That's who it's gonna be. It's gonna be oh. just you. Just no, <laughs> you stupid. Uh, you are now tuned in to WMEZ. Uh, this week's baby maker is by Jessica jo- Jola Jolia. I'm sorry, I might have screwed it up. Jessica Jolia. It's called Too Much Red Cup here on WMEZ. Just gon' reach for my dick
That was Jessica Julia, and the song was called Too Much, Red Cup in parentheses. Uh, that is now added to the Baby Maker playlist. We now, 2019, new big things. We have an Apple Music playlist. We have a Spotify playlist, and we also have a title playlist. All of these baby makers, past and present, and for the future, are all on these playlists. So now you can all listen to it. The link is in the description down low, and the link is in uh, all of our socials. You can find that playlist everywhere here on WMEZ. That shit is some fire, though, bro. For real. That shit is some fire. Appreciate that. You know what I was thinking? Um, With our dear friend Simi being gone, we might need a beat to go behind... (laughs) You saying that because we? I don't want to touch that. I don't want to touch that. Boom! Oh, I don't want to touch that. I, I feel got like, you. I got you. It I mean, gonna sound like like. Nah, Sandy, I just but. feel like. And maybe we could get a beat behind it. Oh, I feel like just out of respect, we just leave it acapella. That's yeah, true. Just, just, just for it. a couple yeah, weeks. Yeah, just leave it acapella for a little bit, and then we could ask her permission. R.I.P. Simi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or <laughs> R.I.P. All right, guys. We loved you. We, we miss had- we miss Simi. <laughs> <laughs> Will always miss you. Okay. Everybody flood her DMs. Facts. Why are you not on Sexually Active no more? She'll be back, man. Don't worry about it. Yeah. She'll be back soon. We're going to find her. All right. Uh, pull your memes out. Mm. I, even though I had two weeks to prepare for a meme, I still came unprepared. So I found a last minute one. Okay. And uh, this goes out to my man. Oh. Says in a relationship, one person is always right, and the other person is always a male. Damn, <laughs> this is true. Yeah, how does it? How does the saying go, man? You either right or you happy, bro. You, you pick which one you want to be, dog. I like I like the energy that you came with, so I'm gonna rebuttal that energy. Okay. I hate when a chick bumping some shit like cater to you and going singing the lyrics, touching your chin and shit. Shawty, you ain't made a nigga one sandwich since you began. <laughs> you need to relax. <laughs> oh, when the song come on and she's singing to it. That's what I'm talking about. Match my energy. Matching energies all 2019. <laughs> you ain't made me one damn sandwich. Talk about cater. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. So, um, I don't personally do this, but I'm thinking of doing it just for this occasion. Um, so mine goes, um, ideally, on my wedding day, when I remove my wife's veil, in return, she'll remove my do-rag. <laughs> <laughs> and if that's not romance, I'm not hey, sure what is. That's bro. love. Like, you know what Real I'm saying? love. Like, yeah. So straight no cape. Yeah, Yeah, I got you. Matter of fact, I might, but I I might need that extra long do rag. My do rag might need to drag the floor. (laughs) Like a veil. Matter of fact, yeah, for real. Facts, no, for real. My bitch might. That bitch might need to goddamn be long as a Monday, nigga. For real. (laughs) Drag behind it, holding it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, guys. Thank you all for listening to Textually Active Pod. We're so glad that you made it to the end. While you're here, make sure you scroll down, hit that like button, um, subscribe, give us a rating, tag us in your Instagram stories, add yeah. us on on Twitter. Because you know? I, be, I be getting all the the, uh, the DMs on Instagram. I like them. Right. That's, that's fine. Send us, you know, send us a message, you know. 
Talk about the episode. We could talk back. We talk back. All them comments underneath of that IG. Yeah. We write back. We be in there. I be looking. I be lurking. Yeah. I see some shit the other day. I just start laughing. <laughs> Y'all be wilding in them comments. We enjoy talking to you guys. As always, we will be back next Sexual Tuesday. Make sure you use the hashtag. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And we will be back next week. Holla. Holla, y'all, Mike. Peace out. Waffles. Thank you for listening to the Textually Active Podcast. Be sure to check in every Textual Tuesday along with following them on all social media at Textually Active Pod.